This podcast is What's going on, everybody? We're back with another episode of Bourbon and Bordelones here on the Blacktastic Podcast Network, a podcast dedicated to all things Queen Sugar, where we drink, mostly talk about Nova and her trash self, and uh, we kick some shenanigans around here. Um, full staff today, everybody's president accounted for. Got Shanice, Janae, Jabri, and Corey. How's everybody doing? What's up? Yo. Yeah, man, what's up? Doing great. I'm Panama, and uh, back here with another episode, a recap of uh, Season 4, Episode 3, Where My Body Stops and Begins, and woo-chile, <laughs> woo-chile, if you were uninformed. Chile. We had some things going on this time. The return of Jimmy Dale. We really get to see him show all of his beep on this episode. Go ahead, smash that shot of back. Man. You need that back, sir. <laughs> man, man, man. But let, let's, let's get to a quick recap of the, uh, of the actual episode. So it starts out with Aunt Vi. Uh, she's crying a little bit. She clearly read Nova's book and has some feelings about it. Can't believe Nova would do such a thing, write such a thing. Um, who raised that child is what I'd be asking, but she knows it's her brother, Ernest. <laughs> um, you know, but she, she's, she's trying to get herself together. She's trying to get a hold of Nova. Nova's gone, gone. Nova's ghosted her, basically. Radio silent. Uh, radio silent. So then we show up back at Aunt Vi's Prize Pies and Diner, and who but who shows up but Jimmy Dale, a.k.a. the Reverend Leon Lonnie Love, a.k.a. possibly the greatest actor who ever did it in blackness, David Allen Greer. A bit hyperbolic, but this episode, I'm going to have to give my man some flowers, give him some rewards. Listen, he killed the game. He did. He did. He played that. Listen, my man shows up. He basically touches Vi and and, and knocks her out with one of them uh, church baptism type (laughs) things. Like, she fell out. She was slain in the spirit. She's slain in the spirit. She wakes up. And Jimmy Dale is right there handing Hollywood something for her to drink so she can come back to her senses. Savage. Hollywood has no idea, no Snake idea who that is. Can, can, I, can I get a real quick amen for, uh, uh, for <laughs> Jimmy Dale? Well, actually, David Allen Greer playing Jimmy Dale because I don't know if Jimmy Dale deserves it. Can I get an amen? I'll amen. give it for David Allen Greer. Ooh. David Allen Greer because Jimmy Dale ain't getting Jimmy, right, right. right. Praise the Lord. Nothing positive for me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So then we switch off to the world of Charlie. Good old Charlie. Micah is reading the book that uh, Nova so trashily gave to him. <laughs> she gave him a signed uh, hard copy, the first one she'd given out. That's and he's reading adjective, trashedly. That's oh, yeah. Can we, we going to have to add that to the show's lexicon. Listen, it is, oh it is a descriptor that I'm all in for. Yes. So he's reading the book, and then he goes to talk to his mama about it. Who She wants to talk to him because, well, there's some, there's some explaining she's going to have to do. Now, interestingly, Mike is just like, you know, I know my dad sucked. I didn't know you sucked, too. Um, but it turns out, you know, she's like, I'm doing this for the same thing she's always doing. I'm doing it for us. Us varies depending on who Charlie's talking to. Um, but interestingly, Mike is like, you know, I'm not judging. I just didn't realize basically who you were. And that's all the shots fired. Mm. Um, but then she hits Micah with one of those, you know, you can't believe everything you read. You know, my, my quotes are taken out of context type lines. Mm-hmm. And Micah's like, that's what trash people say. <laughs> Essentially. Um, He doesn't say that specifically, but that's kind of what he's hinting at, right? Hashtag specifically. Right. Oh, and then we finally get to good old Nova Bordelon, who I'm going to have to say, and I'm curious what you all think about this. Nova turned into a whole different person. 
this episode. She gets the New York Times review when she turns into this like giddy blonde while she's getting that. I mean, she's like, like it was weird, right? Yeah, I wonder if she was putting on like for the white lady or like what was she doing? I think she felt validation in that moment. I I think so. It's like she forgot, or like she she probably felt excitement. Well, she did. Well, listen. I mean, let's. I mean, if, well, her if, book's if, gonna if, sell. If they, if they told you the New York Times wrote something positive about you, you would probably be excited. But it was well. almost but as continue. if her family yeah. not. It was almost as if her family being upset with her didn't even. Right, she anymore. forgot that whole yeah. part. She's yeah. listening. I mean, she was hey, like you smiling. Super Bowl, you don't care what's going on at home. Fuck. No. Okay. <laughs> but you know, we got a glimpse of that in the first episode when the lady first called to tell her that there was a chance of her being on the New York Times list. You, you kind of saw that change in her. In the very first episode, and I feel like I pointed that out maybe, but definitely saw her being real excited, like like Janae said, like she didn't even care. Well, back then, it would make sense, right? Yeah, but the more books she sells, the worse it's going to be with her family. <laughs> it's like the more books she sells, the it's a it's a direct correlation. It's like the inverse is true. Like if this is going to be better, she's going to sell more books. Her family's going to be more negatively impacted, right? I feel like she's in full on like my family don't get it, but the New York Times does. Yeah, you know, 100%. so I agree. And it's it's like she's she drank her own Kool Aid. She's literally about to murder like a bunch of people with this book, but she believes she's doing it for the right reason. She's she's in she's and in her own. Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, Dracarys. That's <laughs> basically what she's doing. But to freedom. Right. Um. The world of, of Ralph Angel, Prosper and Ralph Angel sitting down talking, and we find out something interesting about Prosper. It turns out his daddy wasn't necessarily his father, even though it was his daddy, right? Like he, obviously we all found out that that Nova put all of Ralph Angel and Darla's business in the street and that, you know, she told the world that Blue's, that, that Ralph Angel isn't Blue's father. And Prosper made a point to point out that, you know, that it doesn't matter. Those stories are, are, are not uncommon. He was not raised by his biological father, but that was his daddy. Made Ralph Angel feel a little bit better, in the moment at least, because I'm sure you're going to be really upset again <laughs> once uh, somebody in town starts whispering quietly like, what they're really saying. That's how they're going to do it. They're going to do I mean, they're going to be saying something, but it's going to sound like, it's going to sound like that. Don't be hating. Don't be hating. Don't be hating. Just wanted to clarify. That's all. Right. And then, um, you know, some more Kool-Aid drinking. Some more Kool-Aid drinking. Uh, Nova goes on some TV show where she basically lies to everybody about how her and Charlie <laughs> are doing. <laughs> you know, the woman's like, how did you and Charlie manage to make it through all that nonsense you put in this book? And she's like, ooh, girl, I did it. It's good. <laughs> I, t- I put myself in the, I took myself out the drawer. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Well, some kind of metaphor about I mean, being she in the drawer. Pretty much didn't answer the question. She didn't answer because it at all. She could, because she, she could. Because they're not I know, good. I don't know if that was the question, though. I think the question was more so like, how did you and Charlie make it past the stuff that you put in the book? Now, how are y'all not? How are y'all making it since the book has come out? Spoiler alert: We didn't. Well, here's the thing. Well, I mean, but but nobody had. But nobody has the book. It's an advanced copy. They had to point that out in the Wishman call. So the book still hasn't come out. No, those the people that were on the set had read the book. I know they had an advanced copy of the book. That's what yeah. they said. They, they, these people have read an advanced copy of the book. Right, and the people also assumed that Nova has said this stuff to Charlie. To Charlie. Right, right. They assumed that that happened. And all this trauma that never Nova, happened. Nova explained in the book, she has never explained all of this stuff and her feelings to Charlie in this way, which is right, part of okay. the reason why Charlie right. so offended at this point now gotcha. yeah we do have to uh point out that nobody's put hands on over yet and, and i do think that's quite bizarre. amazing <laughs> i mean it is truly amazing i mean think the only person that could is probably gonna be charlie but it hasn't happened yet i think um, it's gonna be darla but moving on she might she might she's pretty sophisticated Ooh. um 
Kiki ain't got time for Micah. Micah hits her with some light skinness. <laughs> Kiki's good after that. Um, That's Charlie, Charlie charges up Jacob Boudreaux. Well, his name is Boudreaux, right? Last name Boudreaux. Mm-hmm. About his shares and why X, Y, Z, this, that, and the third. And he's like, but I love you. And she's like, mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> we move on past that. Hollywood, Hollywood decides that he, once he finds out that it's Jimmy Dale, he's ready to put them paws on him. Mm-hmm. Makes a phone call to somebody, probably Boogie's cousin, Junior. Um, see if he can sing Amazing Grace again. Bye. Um, anyway, they end up showing up. We end up at Aunt Vi's Prize Pies and Diner. They have a quick talk where he mentions that Ernest put, put a whooping on him once. If he wants part two of that, he can get them hands. Uh, Jimmy Dale says he going to leave. Hollywood goes, tells Vi, man, I followed him all the way out to Paris, followed him all the way to the highway, and he kept going west. Well, we all see how that one turns out he because... you. Yeah, and then, then right, then... Hollywood turns around and so does Jimmy Dale, who turns around and follows Hollywood back to back to St. Joe's. And I guess Hollywood went to CVS or something because Jimmy Dale went straight to Aunt Vi's house and uh, somehow convinced her to let him in the house. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's so, you know, I'm going to say this and I mean this in seriousness. It is amazing how well they acted out that scene. Mm-hmm. Like Aunt Vi, like the fear you could see in her face. Yeah. And the the terror you could see in his face during the entirety of their scenes oh, was yeah. like yeah palpable like, and it yeah. changed it like it developed like when he came to the door like she looked she looked stupid <laughs> it, 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 like she had gone her eyes went blank like she had just gone dumb and when she went to open the door mm-hmm. it's almost like she didn't know what she was doing she was like under a spell yeah. like I'm dumb and I'm opening this door right now. Like, yeah, she could. It's like she didn't know what else to do. It's like I have to do what he says. I don't know. Like she reverted back to yeah. the version of herself that she had to get away from yeah. in order to become who and she those is old now. Habits and it those was old very cycles, well portrayed. You yeah, know, yeah, she did a great hard. job. The version of herself, basically, that Nova wrote about in the book, yep. is what I'm assuming that that's who she became. Um, oh, Nova. He dropped that. He dropped the classic line. I'm talking to you, Vi. Mm-hmm. I was shook. I was shook like. Gith. I was like, Vi, he's talking to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, he's talking to you. And then things go off the rail a little bit. You know, he, uh, Nova shows up, which is, like, both good and bad because, like, Nova showing up nowadays is a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she shows up right in the nick of time when, when Jimmy Dale decides he wants to go in full-on Jimmy Dale from the past mode, puts his hand on Vi. Nova jumps in. Hollywood shows up. There's a fight out in the yard. Um... <laughs> He says he came to apologize, then he decides he takes his apology back because he's like a 75-year-old man, and I guess that's what they still do. Mm-hmm. Old habits die hard, which, been yeah, I mean, which kind been of makes it seem like it doesn't seem why he's there to begin with because you can't take something back that quickly if you really drove all that way to do it. So right. um, they believe Jimmy Dale is gone. They wrap that up. It seems like they wrap up that storyline, but clearly he can't be. Or We'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that a little bit. Um, I did forget one thing. It turns out Micah is out here getting death threats, uh, letters in the mail. He goes to his mother and shows her one. And she's like, you know, he's like, she's like, let me fix this. He's like, you can't fix everything. Something along those lines. And she pulls out like a stack of death threats. And is like, boy, I've been protecting you. I sent you to Paris with a security detail. You ain't even know it. You know, the episode actually closes out with, you know, well, it turns out that Nova is the reason Jimmy Dale has returned because she went to go talk to this fool about what happened with Vi because she felt like she needed to get the whole story for her book. Uh, once this comes to light, Hollywood pretty much has to restrain himself from wanting to murder Nova. Even though he didn't move, you can see it in his eyes. Vi's like, listen, 
I don't ever want to see you again. Don't darken my doorstep. Don't put flowers on my grave. Like, I don't know how long it's going to be, but you got to go. Um, they didn't do it, but I thought it would have been apropos to hear Big Sean's I don't F with you <laughs> in the background. I was I was kind of like, this would be perfect, but, you know. Or not. <laughs> Listen, it's about as, as appropriate for a song as you're going to get. Um, and that's how the episode ends. And, uh, whoo, it was a whole lot going on in that episode. Specifically with, with, with my man, Jimmy Dale. I can't call him my man, Jimmy Dale, but Jimmy Dale. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to do the good, the bad, and the Nova of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of episode three, where my body stops and begins on Bourbons and Border Loans. While we're on a break here, I'd like to do a little plug-in for some other shows here on the Blacktastic Podcast Network. We have two other podcasts that you should be checking out for your listenable pleasure. One is the Ill-Informed Homies Podcast. Featuring Jabri, Corey, myself, and the big homie Frank, where we break down analysis of all types of uh, analyzable things. Then we have Things Go Better with PJ and Bree, where we also break down analyzable things, but we do it with less people. Because that's what we do here on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. We give you many ways to listen to the same thing in different ways. That didn't make any sense, but that's okay, because what we do here at the Black Tastic Podcast Network is make beautiful things make sense to those who might not understand so make sure you check out those feeds subscribe we're on all listening platforms apple Podcasts, google play stitcher spotify now for those individuals who were asking about spotify we're there as well uh check us out new content weekly and make sure you stay tuned to bourbon and border loans as we break down all things queen sugar here on the black tastic podcast network Welcome back to Bourbon and Bordelon. So now we're going to dive into some of the major themes. We're going to talk about everything from the good, the bad, the Nova, or the trash, whichever you like to call it. Um, <laughs> so let's start at my favorite character. Um, y'all know who my favorite character is. Bay, <laughs> Ralph Angel. He was on the little day. I wasn't too pleased, but you know, that's good for them, cute for them. Um, what'd you guys think about that? Let's start with Janae, because I know that's your Bay too. <laughs> Yeah, Sharon Bay. Whatever, no. Um, so Ralph Angel and Deisha um, seem to be continuing, um, you know, their little courtship going on. So I thought it was really interesting um, because in the last episode we saw um, a little trepidation maybe on Ralph Angel's part at finding out that Deisha was a public defender. But it turns out that doesn't really seem to be um, be an issue because Deisha has done her research. She's already Googled the man. I mean, isn't that the issue? Yeah. That she went out and then ran his file? Yeah, and, uh, I but I he, he didn't know how shit about that. Well, I don't know. Ralph Angel didn't seem upset with it. I don't think that's Yeah, because well, it worked in his favor. I mean. Well, no, but she said she did it because she's a single mom and she's mm -hmm. dating. She can't just be dating anybody. Yeah. So, you know, she did her due diligence. I ain't exactly. mad at it. If she I'm was a bank teller and would check that man's bank account, would we feel the same way? I Google chicks I meet. I mean, it ain't no thing. Google and a background really? check. I mean, listen. I don't have access, I don't have access I mean, to that. I, I, also, access I also don't have Google it. Yeah. I'd be offended at a Google. I mean, a, a wholesale background check, though. I mean, yeah, dang. She, she ran it. She mentioned his file. She's like, I read yeah, your file. Read. I'm like, she okay. looking up his net worth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If she if she worked at the bank and was like checking his account, and she was like, by the way, <laughs> that might be you really need to start paying your bills <laughs> right. on time. Yeah, so this, like, this is a question of ethics here. I mean, I didn't mind that much. I kind of expected it. Like, she's a public defender. And she also said something to the effect of like, oh, habits die hard, which or something like that, which she leads you to believe that. that she's, you know, probably been burned in the past. And so, you know, before she decides to bring somebody in today's her, day and age, you have to expect I mean, that people are precisely. going to look you up anyway. Yeah, they get exactly. mad when they can't find you on Instagram. Yeah, so exactly. but again, that didn't seem to be a deterrent for her. You know, she and 
as I predicted last week, I would just like to point out, uh-huh. you know, with her Have being you made a public prediction, it, it seems so because I was right on this one, and Bloop. so it seems that because she's a public defender in her history. You know, knowing how people can evolve and you things like I did say that. Thank you so much, Corey. That it, that she, you know, is willing to give Ralph Angel the grace and you know really give him the credit for um, you know ascending you know past his circumstances. Um, so I give her a lot of credit for you know still wanting to to you know deal with Ralph Angel even though he has you know a, a little bit of a checkered past. And he told her like he was yeah. like I need to tell you that something. Too. He was he that's was true. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, that's I, wanna, he was I didn't I didn't think yeah. that was going to happen. I didn't I didn't think he was going to be like upfront and honest like this soon. I thought maybe he would like drag that out to later on to like I feel I felt like something would happen and then he would try to like get in front uh, of her like right He before. told her he was glad to see her. He wanted to see her again. At that mm-hmm. point he's all in. He got to tell her cuz he's he's falling. I mean, I don't know how hard Ralph Angel falls, but he's he's I don't think he's he ain't over Darla, but he's definitely falling for her a little bit in a way like he He should interested. get over Darla. This is a major know. upgrade. This, I, this but it's not even his strongest relationship outside of Darla. I mean, like, there was the kindergarten teacher, and then... Man. He wasn't really a the, thing. The Asian thing. chick from Man. the shipyard? Yeah, Man. I mean, I feel like he yeah, was... Yeah, he's her family. A, he was just as into them. he's ever had to kind of be, like, forthcoming with that information because I feel like in every other situation he's had with this kindergarten teacher i don't even think that was like an actual thing but they all knew that he was a fellow. right but they all right i'm saying so but i think this was the first time that he ever felt like oh this isn't like something that's common knowledge already before we've you know entered into this new space sure. and so he took it upon himself to reveal that information when he didn't necessarily have to but you know i give him a right. lot of credit for doing good. that he, yeah. he did a good thing he, yeah. he was smart about it that takes it from her having to tell exactly. him that she knows right. he he got there first, so right. that Which, that alleviates a yeah. lot of stress for everybody and involved. And she told it's him that cool. she did that. Like, she yeah. didn't even have to tell him that she read right. his file. She could have like, she didn't know. She but she like, was what? honest about that, too. <laughs> he so. kept it together. I mean, yeah. like, he, for the first time, he really had to tell somebody that, mm-hmm. that he had been in prison. Exactly. And her response is, I know. Before he even get it out, I know. So, like, I would have been taken aback. I mean, he was cool. He took it all in stride, but... Yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give her some credit too. She real good at transitions mm-hmm. from awkward moments because she did that at the at the mall when they were talking about whatever the about her, thing. and then she went to ooh look at the beignets like uh-huh. boom she moved right. To, <laughs> I'm she, dying. Yeah, she did this when they were at the table. Like they had that little moment. She transitioned right out to yeah. something else. Like she, she's good at this. I like her for him. Yeah. She's a Spelman oh. alum. No. Nye alum. alum. She went to Spellman, <laughs> and I think that the actor or the character, the, the actress. Okay. Uh, the the yeah the actress. Okay. She went to, she went to Spellman. Erica Tazel Tazel okay. went that. So. so you yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm kind of struggling uh-huh. with myself with the fact that I kind of feel like I can't be mad at her for finding out <clears throat> this public information, right? But still being mad that Nova is putting out. Well, I guess the information that Nova put out is not public. But you know what I mean? Like, she she went and found out information for herself about his past, and that that wasn't her business. But it is public information. I don't know. I'm just mm. I'm just kind of like yeah, grappling with here. you know people finding out business that no one has volunteered to them. Yes, like I'm okay. I'm okay with her. Uh, like I don't I don't find any fault with what she did. I don't think that was shady at all. Um, What's wrong with asking them though? What's wrong with be like, hey, you ever right. been to jail? <laughs> you know? There's nothing. There's nothing I mean, wrong with asking. Oh, I've been asked. I've been asked. Like, I, mean, like, I, said, that. like I said, I'm grappling. Like I haven't. You wearing a thug uniform? Is that what's going on? I don't know how to feel, but I I, I feel okay with her and still uh, that Nova's trash. Mm. Grappling. Well, Nova is sending a bunch of information nobody else would ask out mm-hmm. into the public. 
this is her dating life. Mm-hmm. This is Disha's dating life. This yeah. is somebody that she's interested in. Right. That that, that yeah. she's curious they about where they could go. The yeah, you know, like, like yeah. that's true. And when I feel she's at now. Listen, yeah. she's, <laughs> right. so she's sitting at work. She's like, you gonna be hanging around my kid, you know? Yeah, like I, gotta, she, I gotta know your background. She got a whole database sitting in front of her at work. She's like, Should I? No. No. I can't do it. Disha, don't do it. And then she's just like, you know what? I'm just gonna type it in if I accidentally hit enter. Boom, enter, and then this whole file came up. It's like Damn it. <laughs> but so. I, I like her for real. Hopefully he doesn't mess this up. This is to me, this is his best prospect um since he got rid of Darla. And he better not ever trade in her for Darla. That would be a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, Ralph. Right. <laughs> Trust your boy. All right. Um, we had something that I thought was was interesting. Wait, are we done with, with Ralph Angel dating Disha? We 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 good there? Yep. I okay. think so. Yeah. You know, and he did um, you know, they they are going on play dates. Yep. Because this is something, you know, Ralph, Ralph Angel in his forthcomingness is, is becoming a thing because he went to go tell Darla about the fact that Nova put, you know, this mm-hmm. stuff is in the book, yep. which I imagine was going to be a hard conversation for him to have. Yeah. And this is how I know Darla still loved him. Because she was mad and then she was like, I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Right. I'm so sorry. Because yeah. yeah. like, she knows she, she did it to him. It's her fault. Yeah. It was like she had that moment. She realized, wait. This happened to you, but this is my fault too. This is yeah. this yeah. is on me. Mm-hmm. Darla continues her perfect record of saying what? the right thing. She says she the did. right thing in the moment. Like it doesn't take her. Like she didn't have to come back and apologize for what she said. Nah, in the moment she's like she could have been like, I can't believe she was right about me. Mm-hmm. Right. Nah, she said us. That's because Darla you know, is inherently a good person. Darla's, I believe that. That crack will bring enlightenment to you. Okay. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, like how many it is to you? How she was to us? How she was to blue? Well, that's how crack know. works, but that's fine. I don't know. Yeah, how I mean, let you cook, Corey. even the best artists would probably using heroin or cocaine or something. I don't know the crack. crack. I don't know that crack. I don't you know talk if to that's a crack the one. Sometimes. They got some good stories. To what crackheads you be talking to? You know the ones that be asking for money. I mean, I mean, was it Chris Rock alleged that everybody in the hood had a yacht before crack showed up, and then you know, so crack, crack is is a is an eliminator. It doesn't enlighten. It's an eliminator. Yeah. Well, either way, I I I was happy. I miss Darla. I like seeing Darla in episodes. She makes me happy. I enjoy Darla. And so then they commit to you know I guess at some point in the fairly near future having a conversation with Blue about his parentage so i guess we'll see what what that looks like um but they don't look particularly excited about it so yeah i think prosperous talk with ralph angel kind of yeah. convinced him yeah. that you know what it, it might be okay and at some point you know it's got to happen so let's just go ahead and do mm-hmm. it so i, I, mean, I think, I think prosper really had a, a a hand in in ralph angel deciding for let's sure. go ahead and, and, and make it happen i think that really did put him at ease a little bit yeah for sure Speaking of perfect records, Hollywood <laughs> continues to step up to the plate in every conceivable way. Yep. Hollywood's As ready we to put knew them. He would, dude, Hollywood was ready to put them full fledged paws on Jimmy Dill and wait, then wait, put wait, them full fledged paws. Wait, wait, wait. I Before we go forward, I got to yeah. take my credit for my prediction. That what? I said every last week, y'all said you Hollywood right. was going to stay calm. Oh, I didn't say right. that. And, and that he wasn't going to cut up. I said Hollywood going to get that man one opportunity, then he acting a fool. And that's exactly <laughs> to be, to what be fair. I don't feel like he acted a fool. I feel like he oh. acted well within reason. Well, I mean, it's within reason, but yes. Yeah. I mean, you can act a fool within reason. Within reason right? yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a black theorem. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps an axiom of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Now, Corey was right on. I, you were I have right. that in my notes. All right. That Corey was exactly right because All right. you know he gave him the warning. He gave him the calm yeah. warning. He said, "Look, man, you got to bounce." Okay. And then when he didn't bounce, he was like, "Hey, I gotta. Hey, we gotta throw these hands." And did. 
And he did. He followed through. <laughs> he won the fight. Yeah, he wanted to fight in the first place, but he knew that he had to treat it with delicacy. Hollywood is a refined is a man. <laughs> Hollywood is a refined man of St. Joe's, Louisiana. I don't know. We seen a different side of Hollywood this time, though. He was he was, he I was mean, quick to get to the action. Now he now nah, this is Vi though. Like he's going. Yeah. Off. I mean, this, yeah, this man. This is a man who who everybody knows was the was like put Vi in probably. Yeah, she was in the hospital. She was in the hospital. She has the the, the the hospital right. band. Like this is somebody who brought immense pain and hurt to Vi. So he's. There's a special place in hell in Hollywood's right. mind for Jimmy Dale. And Hollywood's always uh, said and shown that he would go to the end of the world and back for Vi. So, right. I mean, that's to be expected that he would have these types of feelings when Jimmy Dale came back. Yeah. yeah. And I also feel like last week there was some, you know, desire or, you know, appetite to maybe, you know, see some of the characters give Jimmy Dale some grace and, you know, see, hear his side of the story and, you know, see if he, <laughs> and, and I'm just curious where we stand on that at this point. Um, I'm guessing that would be you, Corey. <laughs> uh, yeah, video in here. It sounds like y'all talking about me. Um, Correct. Well, you know, I think Jimmy Dale's story, so we still didn't get let me say what I'm saying. <laughs> we still didn't get the whole story of, you know, what exactly happened. But we can, you know, we can imagine and we can, you know, we can piece things together. But um, <laughs> Jimmy Dale, he seemed, you know, uh, he said, look, I came back. He didn't know he was, she was married, obviously, right? So he thinks she's single. Why do you think he didn't know that? Nobody told him. You, you don't think, think Nova he told him? He didn't know who Hollywood was, but I think well, he, he knew he, that. I, he I think, think he knew she was married. He, no, when Hollywood said baby, like he seemed shocked. He was like, oh. He might not have dude? known it yeah. was him. You're right. I didn't know it was him. But I think he knew that she was in a new situation. I don't know. Well, he just, you know, I don't know. I, so I, I don't think he knew she was in a new situation. I felt like he was coming back to, you know, like Nova brought up, you know, old feelings for him. And, you know, it kind of might have rekindled something in him. It's like, you know, I miss Vi a little bit. Um, I'm, you know, and he, he decided to come back. I don't. But even even if even if it was that the nerve of him to feel like he could come back and just kind of pick up where we left off, having left on the under the circumstances that he did, I think it's a Wait, further testament. He, he articulated to the though. He, he articulated. Look, uh, you know, it's been thirty years. I want to see if we can get back to what we were, or if we can get back on. If I can get back in That's your absurd. good graces. That's wait, absurd. 30 years, anything can Absurd is a good years. word for what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So hold on. He said, he, well, he went into the whole thing. He said, I was young. I was dumb. He, so he, he semi-apologized there, right? He was like, I was young. I was dumb. I was making mistakes. That's classic abuser behavior. Yeah, it is. Classic. Yeah. Textbook. So you can't, I mean, what what else can you do if you want your woman back besides apologize? You don't why get not your call woman first? back. Don't, why not call? She lived in the same house. He knew he came back to the house. Like you still in the same house. She that was his house. Same number from thirty years ago. And he knew he was wrong when he was <laughs> slipping. No, she got Write a postcard. Well, you know, know, you know good and well. She got <laughs> the same <laughs> phone number. Absolutely had the right, same phone. Number. Right. She's a southern woman. She got the same <laughs> phone number. She got the same. She got a new house phone. It doesn't have the rotary on it, but she definitely got the same number. This is probably true. I don't know, but I feel like he was like, look, he, I mean, he, he sort of went into um, not a detailed explanation, but he said, look, I was young, I was dumb, we both grown, we're both different. He was grown like, then. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what the exact age is, but yeah, so I'm guessing he was in his 30s or something at that point, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, Listen, Ernest put them paws on him he back got him then. Right on out the paint. And he had, right, got him out the paint, he had to go. And he came back now. There's no good to be so, gained so what, from So that. What, what do you think he came back for? I don't know. I, I think he came back in my head. 
that man got some news that he just ain't shared yet or something. Like he come back like, by the way, we ain't never really divorced. I never signed those papers. Something. I don't know. I don't know why he's back. Maybe like he's sitting around thinking like, oh, I'm single. And he hear how good she's doing. He's like, shoot, maybe I can get that old thing back. You know what I'm saying? I think as an... What did he take that she can never have back? Exactly. I think we see his Her youth. Uh, no. maybe, her maybe, innocence, her, you know. Jimmy, that ain't that poetic. I don't think it was his. It was her oh youth. no, he is quite poetic. What are you talking about? <laughs> My man stopped at the rib shop on the other I mean, one. He got was, sayings upon so, sayings. So not to, be, not to be dark, but it kind of sounds like maybe um, right. Well, it seemed like I, I was. I went to like maybe like she can't. So she doesn't have any kids, right? That's so true. So I was thinking like there was maybe something like with her not being able to have. Not having kids that that, that 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 she'll never be able to have. Did he gesture towards I mean, her belly? That might be right. He ooh. sort of gestured like towards her mm-hmm. belly at one point. You know when he was reaching for her. Yeah, that was what I was saying before about like he put his hands on her like, and that's yeah. when Nova jumped in. Like, I don't know. So that, that's that's what I. Thought oh, maybe he made her have a miscarriage. Yeah, like maybe there's some sort. And she of, can't like, get that back. Right, right. That's what that's what I'm thinking. It's like so mm. she'll never have kids. That's what I took it as. Or maybe so she he was maybe her. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. Don't use such strong words. He, wait, he didn't, wasn't taunting. He yes, he was taunting oh, no, her, Corey. Taunting. First off, man, look. All right. It was it was absolutely taunting. My absolutely. man Jimmy Dale came in peace. He did <laughs> not. Hollywood bought the fisticuffs. So, so my man Jimmy Dale showed every inch of his ass. And I ain't really Wait a minute. Anything. Jimmy, no. Jimmy Dale showed his ass before Hollywood got there. Did he? And he I absolutely did. I think he revealed Four his words. true purpose in the end after, you know, he essentially told by you ain't shit, you ain't been shit, you ain't never going to be shit. Okay. Essentially, because... Because I feel like, in as far as his motives for coming back, I think it was essentially he has found out that Vi's doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, she probably, whether or not he knew, or he knew that she had a new man or not, but knew that she was opening up this restaurant, you know, thriving, doing her own thing without him. And I think for somebody who was an abuser, who was a manipulator, who probably got off on having that strength and pull over her, probably wanted to just come back and see if he still had it, if he right. could still, I you know, manipulate it. I her the way that, that he used to. And he came back, and he and I feel like he got off when he saw that he still had Vi shook when he pulled up at the front step. And in the end, when he saw that Vi wasn't receptive and that she had a network and a support system and she don't need him no more, he resorted back to the same old shit he used to do by the low blows, the, you know, trying to, you know, cheap shot and, you know, make her feel like she was nothing. You're nothing without me. That's what he was essentially trying to say. And I think he just wanted to remind her of that, which may or may not be true, but that's what he was, that was his point. After the new dude whip your ass, you got to get some kind of victory on the way out. Well, yeah, that too. But that's what I'm saying. It's all ego. Abuser behavior. It was all ego. After the new dude whip your ass, you got to get some kind of victory on the way out. Do you you think he's gone? I mean, do y'all think he actually left? Do you think he's... I am 100% certain that Negro is not gone and will be back in the He can't be gone. He was yeah. he, he acting too good to be gone. So because yeah. I and so I got to give another shot. I did it earlier, but I got to give another. David Allen Greer is putting his foot all up in this role. Yeah, I hope they leverage him a little bit more than these first, you know, two episodes or these two. Yeah. I, I mean, this is the first time I remember, and I'm sure he's been in like David Allen Greer in like a serious or role mm-hmm. like that, like one that actually didn't make me laugh ever at any point, but actually made me think, wow, he's a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. I was I was shook. Like, you know, sometimes people play a role and they're not believable. He was very he believable. Really like, well. I, I yeah. took him very seriously. Yeah. And, and and he plays like a, like me being from the South, like he plays like a Southerner pretty well. Like, um, yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's from the South. I think he's, I think he's from Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Actually. So, yeah, yeah he, he right. plays like a Southern, like an older Southern gentleman pretty well. I, I thought he's good at that. Like, even his facial expressions, everything was so believable. Like, my chest was tight. 
Dude, he, I was yeah. triggered, and I don't know from what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was I, I, I mess with I mess with David Allen Greer right now. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying his turn here on uh on Queen Sugar. I mean, I don't want him to you know bring any more negativity, but I would like to see more of Jimmy Dale. Maybe he can become a pastor and become the Reverend Leon <laughs> Lonnie Love. No, you know, no. Okay, I, I just can't let that go. I, it's one of my favorite characters ever. Hey man, I still think Jimmy Dale had good intentions for showing up. Bye. No, zero. Yeah, just trying to get that old Nothing thing positive. back, bro. That ain't good. That's right. Not good. I don't think that's what you think. That is exactly what I'm thinking. I don't, I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> the recall's bullshit. <laughs> right. what y'all th- so what y'all think about Micah and his little storyline so far? My man comes back with the Killmonger. He's uh, rocking tie-dye and anger. That was an $800 hoodie Micah had on. Just was it? What, what kind of? What, 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 uh, what was it? It was a mirror hoodie. It's the same hoodie that J. Cole wore uh, at the NBA All-Star okay. Slam Jam. Oh, look at you. $800 to the West. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, he got that. He got that money. Yeah. I'm, I was glad that somebody that he sort of respects finally called him out. They finally heard from somebody that what he's doing is not cool. Because pr- pretty much the only person he ever hears from is Charlie. And he don't respect her anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be real. He mm-hmm. doesn't respect her anymore. So hearing it from Kiki. Who consistently is calling him on his shit, I feel like. Yeah, he, he at least had to back down. Yeah. You know, so I appreciated that about it. Even though I still don't think he's really soaking it in. No, wait. of course not. He's he he's a a light skinned man on a mission. <laughs> wait, 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 hold up. I said Michael was gonna have a, a real black moment soon and and he would not be as gangster anymore. Yeah, we um, <laughs> wait, we as always as he all said he's going hotel. Like as he's soon definitely as he got that death threat. Yeah, his tone he went right to mommy and he sure did. Yeah, he, his, his tone changed a little. He wasn't as gangster anymore as Which he was, was interesting in the previous episode. Because his first <laughs> thing to her, she was like, Let me fix this and he's like, you can't How fix you, everything, yeah. but you brought it to her for right. to do show something, yeah. He would have said that no matter what she did, right? Yes. Yes. If she said, you know, let me fix it, you can't fix it. If she'd have said, let's call the police, what they, what they gonna, gonna do? do? If uh, <laughs> she would have said, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, you don't ever try to help me. Let me go tell Nova. Which is whack. That's why I don't like. You know, like, <laughs> like, bro, first off, he's like, a teenager. You know, he's old enough to know. Look, your mom is out here looking out for you, bro. Stop, stop. Well, he trying knows to, now. It's like stop trying to like. You know, mess that up. You have you have good parents. Like they actually care about you. They're actually there for you. They're providing for you. Right. Like. So stop. you were never a bratty teen. Nah, I know better. Like I, I appreciate everything my parents did my whole life. They probably like you know instilled in me early on that they don't have to do shit for me. <laughs> so <laughs> and I know they did. So whenever they did do stuff for me, I appreciated it. I was never like ungrateful ever. I mean, Micah is going through something where he's literally finding himself. Like he's going through what people go through in college. In high school, because his parents have put him through the ringer, he went to a school. He been, I mean, he's he's actually had bad things happen to him. I mean, he had a gun put in his mouth by a police officer. Like that, that's life changing. He's going through some version of probably his own little personal PTSD where he's trying to fight back in the only way he knows how. So I'm gonna give him some grace there sure. because he is just trying to figure out how to fight back. Yeah, and he's finding his voice. He doesn't know what he's doing with it yet. I mean, Mike has got to be, what, 17, mm-hmm. 17, 18 mm-hmm. years yeah, old at this point. He's, you know, he's probably like a junior. In, in, maybe a senior now going into his senior year. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like so, he was a junior last year. Oh, that's year. true. That's true. Yeah, you know, so and like like most people when we're young, you find something that sounds good to you, you latch on to. He was out in, in Paris, and they had that um, – he said he went to, like, the conference with all the mm-hmm. – the, the activists. Activists. Yeah, and, you know, it inspired him. It turned him – it made him – Think more. So mm-hmm. he, he, 
It's like he found you know, something that matters to him. He was like, so even when he bought the, the 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 book, he was like, I knew my dad was bad, but I didn't think you would pay the late. Like, come on, bro. Like, your mom was like, how do you yeah. not, how are you not understanding how, of this? Well, he also right. said, he's, I'm not judging you. But I just I didn't know. I didn't realize. But shouldn't she have just said, we paid her? Because he made the distinction, like, I knew dad was bad, but then what about what you did? And she sort of just accepts that. And like, my answer would have been like, we paid her. Like, me and your dad, like, right. paid her. Like, our just, family paid her. Not just me. It wasn't just me. It wasn't me. Well, on my, my account. Like, I mean, I think Charlie took the, it on yeah. herself. I mean, that's part of the Charlie struggle, though. Like, she she shoulders a lot of stuff on her own without letting other people into it. And then when it comes to light, like, it becomes a bigger deal. I mean, in this case, it's not that bad. I mean, it's just them two talking. But, you know, she she's very defensive about the things that she does. Like, she makes it very clear, I'm doing this for us. Mm-hmm. This is everything that I do is for the family or for whoever. And that's not, she's not always going about that stuff the right way. Now, it, it, it's that parental weakness that I talked about last week. It's like she doesn't get out in front of anything. Mm-hmm. Well, hold up. So that's not true, though. See, right? I disagree with that, she, actually. Obviously, yeah. she's, out, she's out in front of this. People always she hear it from did, somebody else. No, people she, always hear it first from somebody else. Nah, she never so is the she, first person to tell people She's clearly out in front of this. She just hasn't announced it. You know what I'm saying? Like she's she already she got a whole table full of. Uh, well, she also grade. didn't know Nova was about to hand yeah, Micah that, the the like, first hardback cover of the book that she signed, well, like because that was a real trash phone. move on yeah. Nova's part to even right. give him the book. Like, right. why are you giving him the family secret book? Yeah, and then I think even you know hard beyond copy. the news, the first one to get the hard copy. Right. The news <laughs> of the payoff and whatever else Charlie actually did, I think, is compounded by Nova offering her commentary on it. And we know all of the other things that she mentioned regarding her feelings about Charlie and all of the systems of oppression that she's perpetuating. And and you know, Micah really makes a point to mention that, like, well, this book was written by somebody I trust, and so he's fully just drinking the Nova Kool Aid. And so I think yes. it's all just you know, it's all just compounded. You know, him finding up these new things but you know then hearing Nova's take on it you know in a way that you know kind of feeds into where Micah is going on this new you know fight the man fight the power kick that he's on yeah I mean look let's go ahead since we we got to Nova (laughs) we need to go ahead and let's go ahead and talk about Nova how this episode in particular I don't know that I've hated Nova (laughs) like for real for real hated her but this episode really made me like kind of hate her a little bit, and because of, Why? well, for two reasons. One, it was her response to the New York Times thing. Like I said, I really felt like she was a different human being. The way that she was receptive of that, forgetting entirely what the book that Bro. she wrote is doing. Hold on, and then the way she was on the talk show, like, so she was super giddy with the New York Times thing, like you know, excited, mm-hmm. like, wow, this is amazing. Like she turned into a, a, a child, right? Like mm-hmm. a, a a childlike. Like person, but then when she was on the show, she's speaking with authority about what she's had to do in order to 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 overcome these things in her life. And it's like your whole family literally hates you right now, mm-hmm. or they haven't had a chance to tell you they hate you yet. But everybody that you managed to touch in regard, except for Micah, apparently, but I'm guessing he ain't got too far in the book yet, <laughs> has a problem with what you've done because you didn't think enough to come to people about it so you're out here selling wolf tickets you you're out here lying to people about what this book is actually done in your family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. meanwhile your whole family is in disarray it's, it's, it's enough hours in the day to be happy and sad right so she can be you happy. can't be you can't be delusional oh, she's no, entirely she, delusional she, at this yeah. point she's happy she's happy that she's reaching like the extreme heights of her profession right 
and anybody who who ever like you know reached that level in their profession would absolutely okay. be excited about it, right? Now she can be happy for that one hour that she's on TV. The other twenty three hours she has to go home and deal with reality. Happy she's she, but she wasn't dealing with reality. She was in, she made up a new reality, right? The time on, on the, the TV, on the TV show. show, right? Because she couldn't be honest because she couldn't say she that couldn't answer the question. my family doesn't talk to me. So if you're gonna take my advice from my book, you're gonna lose your family. Like, like she couldn't say that. To her asking her asking her for advice on how did you you know deal with the communication issues we're having the similar issues like between so you I and Charlie that, and, and the real answer is that she did not wait wait yeah, so I took that differently didn't. I took that differently right so in the book like Charlie like she's talking about like things that have happened throughout their life right so if, if she's saying you know we we at one point in time had some issues or like her whole life Charlie has been using her light skin privilege like for example mm -hmm. right but they still getting along. They're still. They're they, not. But Charlie, but no, Charlie not, doesn't not know. Not today, but the the last the three woman seasons. Said, like the woman said, "How have y'all been?" Like the last three yeah. seasons, they've been getting along, but right? Been getting but so, along, so, but based so, on, so, the, so the girls asking, "How have, how do you guys get along?" But based on what you just in. said, you said that you're talking about um, Nova talking about Charlie's light skin privilege, or, or that was one of the examples. Yes, from the right. Book, right. But Charlie does not know that Nova feels that way. So for the woman to ask how they've overcome that, they right. haven't. You can't address that because you have not. Wait, but clearly not, Nova's overcome it. So maybe maybe as a collective they haven't overcome. But that's not it, what. But, she but asked. that's not what she asked. They're oh, talking about how do we? Right. How yeah. did we? It's not semantics. How do we? It wasn't how did you do it. It was how did you all get through these issues? How do we as a mother and daughter overcome these issues that we're having that are similar to you and your sisters? Because you outline. A, all of these different things mm -hmm. and all of the ways that you felt about your sister and you all are in such a good space now how did you all get past that and she goes into this whole diatribe about how she cleaned out the drawer and writing was therapeutic and everything but none of that none of this information did she ever give Charlie an opportunity to respond to ahead of time or at any point because she and can't. so they haven't overcome anything yeah, like not even really debatable. Like, like they were in a good space, <laughs> but all of if, if these. I made an argument for it's debatable. No, you no, no, you just go watch has. that shit again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, man, right. look. I'm so I, I feel like of course like the Nova hate from from everybody at the table not named Corey has been strong <laughs> since episode one. Actually, this episode I I started to feel Nova a little bit more. Before I was like in the middle. Now Are you I'm kidding? leaning more towards Nova. But why? Are you serious? So what she said, what she said in the Aunt Vi moment, like really like changed my perception of her. She said, "I was trying to write about how you were triumphant, about how you went." That's through her this. excuse. No, it's not a spot. See, there you go. You 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 looking at it through a negative lens. She said, "I tried to tell a story of how you went through all this hell and you came out to be a powerful woman, a, a business owner, doing your thing." So why you ain't come ask me that? Think Why you ain't come ask me how did I become triumphant and how did I overcome? I saw you. I watched you. What do you mean? You went. You asked Jimmy Dale. I live next. You asked Jimmy Dale. She did. ask Jimmy Dale. We want to. We want. We want. We want a, a, right. a fair. We want. We want to hear both sides of the story. No, no, you no. ain't hear my side. She literally went and she went. She went to she him on a, her own. Yeah, she, she made went, up a new rule for Jimmy Dale. Right. She didn't <laughs> want to hear the, both sides of any other argument. Like only for Jimmy right. Dale she, did she, she go she, try to get both. She felt like she knows. She felt like she didn't get Vi's story. She went to go ask Jimmy Dale his side of a story that Vi doesn't know is being told. She talks to Vi every week. She goes to Aunt Vi's house. She's Sunday dinner. But that's, there. that's, that's that her perspective of Aunt Vi. You yeah. asked Jimmy Dale for his literal first so, person account. You so didn't hold, ask hold, hold. me. No, no, no. So, so, uh, so at the end of the day, like Nova doesn't live with Aunt Vi and Jimmy Dale, right? So what she knows about them is from Aunt Vi. So if she's if, if Aunt Vi says Jimmy Dale hit me, that came from Aunt Vi. 
right? So now she wants to balance that out with Jimmy Dale's, hey, I know you hit on Vi, maybe do I get a why here, or get I get a how that happened? But those stories, Everything she knows about it comes from Aunt Vi. But Aunt Vi's perspective was never told, you know, with the intention of like, oh, this is going in a book, this is going no, in a wasn't. memoir. it wasn't. But Jimmy Dale seemingly had that, you but know. And further, hold that's up. That's the only way we can do it. No, though. no, but but hold up. She's heard on Vi's This point is entirely years. moot. She said she had to exclude his entire perception. So what's the story of Triumph? She basically yeah. just threw whoa, on Vi all the way whoa. under the bus. Hey, hey, whoa. Having a bad hey, plan, hey, having, having a bad plan does not make one a bad person. So she she wanted to reach out to the other party in a story to get his side of the story before she wrote a story. That is not a terrible thing. And you, she realized that he was trash. And had she talked and, to Aunt Vi before listen, going to talk no, that's to Jimmy Dale, she might have known no, that ahead no, of time. That's only one side of the story. It's though. not you two can't. people that had a disagreement. This is somebody who put it her in the hospital. That's matter. what I'm saying. This it don't a, matter. <laughs> it, whatever it is, it don't matter. If you have the opportunity to speak to both parties in any story, this is from a journalistic standpoint. You shouldn't know this. If you have an opportunity to get a, a, a quote from both sides of any story, you have to take that opportunity. But she but didn't even include it. You can't be selective, though. Like, you can't give Jimmy Dale. Jimmy Dale was the only person mm -hmm. that she gave the opportunity right. to give. She didn't go to anybody story. else and she ask. She didn't go to anybody else. She gets their side of the story. That's all not the true. Darla didn't come up with her projection. Darla's side of nothing. Darla didn't tell. Darla did not tell <laughs> Nova nothing. Darla didn't tell but Nova nothing. She's not nothing. talking from Darla's perspective. No, nope. she, she included Darla in the book. That's collateral damage. She's talking from Ralph. An Dar Darla is Ralph Angel's. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not entirely <laughs> true. Because if you remember, Hollywood and and Charlie were like, "Did Ralph Angel read that part about us finding Darla out here in them streets uh, and stuff?" They including uh, stuff that that Ralph uh, Angel don't uh, even uh, know. Uh, they including all kind of shit. Okay, Nova uh, out here uh, including uh, all kind of uh, stuff. Hollywood right, I'm gonna take stuff that in that book. Don't nobody right. need to know. Right. Okay. Like 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 Nova. Just accept Nova. Nova is. Nah, I felt Listen, the most noble Asura. intentions executed in a way that literally burns down your whole village to tell a story that the only people that get are the folks that have no actual, like it doesn't affect them. So, the New York Times getting AKA it is awesome. A dumpster wait, fire. Wait, wait, hold up. So hold up. The people who the people who were on the talk show with her, they read the book and it changed their lives. Right. The Dude. other people read the book and it changed their lives. This is this book is having a the, the book is having a positive impact on at my expense. It, it, it's not even out yet, right? But maybe this book can have a a, a positive impact we on thousands of people. We talked about this before. People, Do you know people. how many people hit me up about the article I wrote about my mama? People, somebody hit me up recently. Like I just came across this article because. You know, I have a mixed daughter, and we've been talking about this stuff, and your article really helped me. And I'm like, wow, could you help me? <laughs> like, could you, you think you can send that back? You think you, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, at what cost? Like, at what cost is it worth dude. it to ruin every personal relationship? Dude, if you can save a million Aunt people said, by hurting the, the by hurting sacrifice three people, your family, that's deep. I don't know, man. Like, Those people ain't going to be a, there no, she, after. She, she, after. Took, she took the risk of thinking these people will understand, but thinking that, hey, maybe I can help, you know, hundred thousand people. No, she maybe. didn't take the risk. She wasn't That's ready for the outcome. No, 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 no. She didn't take a she risk because she didn't tell them. She decided yeah. to run with the whole thing without letting them know the until the last possible moment. Because the risk telling them ahead of time. But, but we're already seeing her work is helping people. People are reading it and but people she, are she, people no, are no, no, no. about people and also got her banished from her uh, Aunt Vi's house. But it's also not an Aunt Vi's gonna come back Listen, around. Yeah, I, I bet okay. she be back at Aunt Vi's house by the end of the season. It's not an honest story. Sunday dinner at Aunt Vi's house by the end of the season. Not without Nova stopping that book from coming out or doing something. That does bring up an interesting point, and I think we should we'll focus on this. I want to say one last thing about that. It doesn't. 
Like everybody who reads this book is going to think that everybody in her family knew that she was putting this book out. This mm-hmm. is a book about redemption of their family, right? Mm-hmm. But the truth is that's not the case. That's so any anytime she goes on TV or anywhere and that's starts talking lie. about what this book did in her family, everybody's going to ask, you know, how did your family deal with this? And she's going to have to make up an answer or a lie every single time she does it. Because if she goes on, if she goes up and says, well, I didn't actually tell anybody in my family about they this. Look and at her like she's a it fraud. turns out this yeah. has ruined my relationships with my family. Then it's going to. The book it, will have no value. Yes. It changes the way that so everybody approaches it. It'll still have value, right? It has no, because no if you're talking about redemption, yeah. right, it's supposed to be helping people like get. She didn't redeem her family. She destroyed her family. Exactly. Well, the self-help for her family is going to be a long-term thing. It hasn't happened yet. Well, but maybe it, she should have waited. She should have waited until they got through with them. Mm. <laughs> this ain't like it. A, okay. All right. I mean, that's 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 a that's an idea, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to say I, I like Nova. After I heard her, the way she talked on fire, I liked her a little bit more uh, this week. I thought I, now I can really see the nobleness in her actions. All right. Well, this, I mean, this brings up an interesting point. I mean, you mentioned nobleness and I, I don't understand that at all, but you know we all we all have our way of doing these things. But here's the but this brings up an interesting point about like the this particular plot. All right, do we think that they're making Nova out as bad as possible for like the greatest possible redemption story of all time? Like you mentioned, her being at the table on Vi. Like, what is happening here? Because I mean, bringing Jimmy Dale back. I mean, it just ain't getting no better. Like, I don't know what else Nova has up her sleeves right about now. Like, like who else does she go holler at? Who else does she go holler at? And who else gonna show up in in St. Joe's? I mean, she's 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 murdered, or she's on the way to murdering Charlie's professional reputation. Once all them Landrys get a hold of that book, and once and all that stuff that's in there, oh, I would. They want her out anyway. I absolutely would use that against her. you know, luckily, Ralph Angel's story is just a personal one, but Still, I don't know what else is in there. I mean, he only read that one chapter. We don't know what else is in there about the family and him in, in particular. Or whatever Darla has going on professionally, you know, mm-hmm. and learning about whatever her past was. Right. I'm sure that's not something. Darla's going to lose her job at the temp agency. Yeah. <laughs> the temp agency. <laughs> I mean, she got, she's she working. She on her way I back. Don't she work saying? at a bank? Uh, then she definitely going to lose the job when she, when, <laughs> then, when, when, when she, when, when they, when they, I mean, when they yeah. ask for them drug tests. Um, mm, mm, mm. I'm just saying, like, what do y'all think is going to happen in regards to Nova's story and how this is going to, like, what's going to happen with the family? Because at this point, the family's about bleak. as far apart from her as possible. Aunt Vibe was the last, was the last peg there in terms of, like, pushing her and Hollywood are done with her. They don't want no parts of Nova. Yeah, when Hollywood don't defend you, yeah, like, usually when Vi goes nothing. off on somebody, Hollywood, Hollywood will step yeah. in and like, okay, Vi, okay now, but nah, not this time. Hollywood was silent. Hollywood was like, you know uh, what? Yep, and she can go. You got it this time, Vi. Look at well, no, her face. No. Too. Hollywood said that she, her actions always end up like this. You know that even though she feels like feels, even it wasn't she feels her like she had good intentions. Like yeah, because she said she had good. It's like your intentions always go bad, and that's what Hollywood said. But I can, I, I feel like my prediction. I've been two for two on these predictions. Wow. By the end of this season, Nova will be back in everyone's good graces. I think people will see the bigger picture as this thing, like, you know, plays out. I think I, I think Nova will be back in everyone's good graces. What is the bigger picture, Corey? Like, it's, like, like her, her intention. She wants to, like, have everyone, you know. Uh, so I think, for, so for one, there's probably, like, a theme to everyone's story, 
right? So just like there was a theme to buy story, a uh, theme of like, triumph, triumph, right? There's probably, there's probably a theme. Once everybody that was like, the plan when Jimmy <laughs> Dale's story was gonna be <laughs> in there. Saying, the I'm only one there's, I, there's gonna be a theme to everybody's story. The only one I can really see that with is that 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 they're gonna tell Blue about his parentage, mm-hmm. and I think that that might actually bring Ralph Angel and Blue closer. I think I can see that being the end result because like Blue is like. Blue's a forward thinker. I trust Blue with his information. Blue's a eighty-year-old forward thinker. I think Blue. I think Blue can handle this information. Like Blue. Like I mean, look, Blue takes his doll wherever. Like he has no shame about that. He takes his doll wherever he's going, and he, you know, Kenya. Like and what, you know? So I'm but just saying. He took the I think, news about his parents not getting married hard. Once you know, like that was a thing. He's all right, though. He's all right now. He he is very resilient. (laughs) I mean, I think any redemption that Nova has isn't going to come from, if she gets any, isn't going to come from the family seeing the light. Because even if, you know, things work out after, um, you know, if Darla and Ralph Angel had that conversation with Blue, I don't think that they're necessarily going to be over the betrayal that they feel from Nova. And so I think that Nova is going to have to do something major, big. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that looks like. But she's going to have to try to make amends for what she's done because the betrayal is there. Mm-hmm. And no matter how these other situations turn out, whether it's for the, for the better or for the worse, the family still feels betrayed. And that's not going to change regardless. And so she has to do something to make amends for that. And I don't know what she can do. I really don't. Um, so I think I'm sure she's she's she said like every every week basically like if I get a chance to talk to these people they'll understand. She tried that. So with, I think uh, I think at some point two out of three. She um, talked well, to Charlie. She, she talked to Ralph Angel. They, they, uh, they, neither they, one of them took that. She too talked well. to Vi too. Of course, so of course. Well, so, so she the didn't first really get a chance to talk to Vi. Well, she, she walked she, in well, and yeah. Vi was like, and "Girl, you dead." Yeah. Yeah. Like Vi was. Vi didn't want to hear it. Yeah, Vi had a bit of a sixth sense in that scene too, right? Yeah. When Jimmy Dale said, Jimmy Dale's, again. "Right, happy to see you again." Like, yeah, because I didn't think anything of that. I didn't think anything of it. That's oh, what I did. Oh, I did. I was like, what? What you mean again? I mean, they were married before. No, I don't know. I don't know. I knew what he meant. I did. That's that women's intuition right there. Right, right. That went over my head. So I guess that was my intuition. I thought he meant like 30 years ago again. That's what I was like, oh, I thought too. So, yeah, okay, my bad. So if I got regular senses then, my bad. I think at some point there would be like an actual sit down of all parties, like uh, probably at Aunt Vi's house, around the table, and Nova will give her monologue as to like her thoughts as to why she did what she, she did. too self-righteous though, like like she, she and, always falls too hard on, I'm doing this for the greater good. And like now she's getting that external validation, which I think is gonna make it even harder for her to kind of humble herself and recognize her wrongdoing in the situation. I think she's been able to separate uh, her professional like validation from reality. Um, like, uh, yeah, I don't know what show you watching, bro. Yeah, dude, it's like when the, when the publicist King people, Sugar. No, no, when the publicist and, and and the other people show up, or like when a, the Caucasian lady was um, <laughs> <laughs> video chatting her this week. Like, yeah, she's giddy in that moment, but then it, when she's out of that moment, like she's back in reality and she's dealing with reality. I mean, she recognizes it's an uphill battle for sure, but I think that she feels like the ends justify the means. Like when she gets that validation that New York. Times review she feels like I know I'm on the right path I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing and it kind of takes her out of you know the reality that like but you are destroying your family in the process and Mm -hmm. she feels like you know 
I don't know, her, her reality begins to get a little bit skewed because she's getting that external validation from the reviews and the families who she's, you know, quote unquote, helping with, you know, this, this lie. Yo, you know, uh, see, this lie of redemption. Like, how, how, can she, know, how, can she, how can she not be excited when, when her work is, I mean, is serving the, the purpose that she intended it to serve? Like, why would she not be excited? I think excited? the delusion part comes from that she could do something like this and still keep her family. But this, so there's two parts. So there's two parts to it. I mean, there's like, life is multifaceted, right? So at the end of the day, her work is seeming like it's going to serve the purpose that she intended it to serve. And on a high level, why would she not be excited about that? When people because tell how can you be excited when you sit on a stage and people are, that are supposedly positively affected by your book are asking you questions and you can't honestly answer them? Like, is your book really doing what it's supposed to do, or are you living a whole life? You know how, wait, hold on. You know how many people in the history of mankind <laughs> have done things uh, where, like, their presentation of themselves like helps people, but the reality of themselves would be totally different. And so, how are you excited? Same way you're excited about Martin Luther well, King, but you found out last week they had FBI tapes of him sleeping with, with multiple women, right? I mean, boy, that's a hell of a reach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, I, I mean, saying. we're the, the reality, we are the reality, not going to compare No Before Alone to <laughs> Dr. Martin, Martin Luther King, King Jr. <laughs> I'm saying, the reality of what they present to you. As it may not be the reality listen, of what they're doing. I get what you're saying. I mean, listen, I think it's it's a reach. I understand where you're going. I think the the assumed importance, like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Nova Bordelone are probably just not on the same level is. If Nova has a best-selling New York Times book, man, she sells a million copies of these things. She's not she, selling a million key copies. Key distinction here. Right. Key <laughs> distinction here. You're talking about MLK's personal life versus his public Endeavors. Novas are tied together. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm talking about his public. That's a, that's a good I'm point. Yeah. His public persona. That's I like that. That's, that's a good point. That's what I'm talking she about. His public. No, no, no. I'm talking about his public persona versus his reality. But I don't listen. know if it was a persona. He had that. There's work, and then there's personal. Right. She just that's broke two different things. Nova stuff is tied together. That's not the same yeah. thing. Her, her activism right. is tied to you know the successfulness yeah. of or the success of her family. Her entire personal. Her entire personal glory is rooted in the destruction of her family. The only way she gets more glory is if the family goes down in flames. That's the only way her glory comes. It's not separate. That New York Times review, the glory of it is because people got to see her family in the way that she presented them as a family in struggle that is trying to overcome or do whatever. Like she or put has on, she laid bare their secrets Please. so that the world could understand that they that their secrets are okay to have. And if people it, find out that her family hates her, she's going to have a whole professional yeah. crisis. She got a she got a whole new book then. <laughs> hey, every family has some, Listen, some family struggles. My That's struggle, the yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my struggle is this though, and this is just purely logistical. This is only episode three. Yeah, it is. We got at least another, I don't know, oh seven to nine episodes. Oh what the hell is going to happen? Like, at this point, everybody hates her. Yeah. What's going to happen next is, episode? We're going to get a whole new storyline. Are we going to get a lot of Michael? No, it's Nova be a plot gets more trash every episode. episode Maybe she, go, she got to go on vacation wait, 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 or something. Wait, wait, though. Like, wait, wait, Nova's going to have to yes, disappear. Yes, I said that. say she got more trash. Yes, she did. What did she do this episode that, 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 that was different? That she sat up on national TV and lied. 
to the world about her relationship with her sister. We found out that she mm. talked to Jimmy. I mean, how many ways is Nola trash? How many ways is Nola trash? Anyone that sees the Jimmy Dale thing as being a trash individual is is really looking through a, like a shaded lens. No, right? I'm not. She's no. a journalist and she's trying to get both sides of the story. She was blinded by her ambition. She did not get both sides of the story. She didn't care about what was going to happen to her family. trash individual, you're really reaching. No. Okay. What you said is not what she did. So right. we can go ahead and rule that out because she did not get both that sides only of the story. She didn't if even she use tells, it. Listen, she didn't she, tell it. She told Jimmy Dale while she was there, clearly. Mm-hmm. She didn't tell Envi what she was doing. She didn't go to Envi and say, look, I'm writing this book about, and it's going to have a part about you, and I didn't talk to Jimmy Dale. So... Here's what he said not to me, even. or what? Or what is your what is your story? Tell not me, tell me your story in your words. She should have given her the heads up, honestly. Like because at the end of the day, and we see that that had potential ramifications for Aunt Vi by stirring that old stuff up with Jimmy Dale. It prompted him Wait. to take his behind back to St. Joe's. Right, so she had no way of knowing that doubt, that he was going to come back to St. Joe's, right? So so let's not. But let's, but let's again, not, that but not, you have to but you have to think about the consequences of your actions, which again is what is not what Nova did. So, Lack of transparency, which is why she's trapped. Trash. Lack of accountability. <laughs> Trash. Lying on national TV. Trash. Should I count some more? Okay, so what are we going to do? In the previous podcast episode, we've already discussed that she would she would not be able to discuss this up front with her family because they would have all shot it down. Nobody would have. That's the risk that you take. Yeah. Yeah. You. Do, if you, you want to keep your family, it, yeah. Bruh. If I decide to write a book about everybody in this room and I don't tell not one of y'all that I'm doing it, and tell but all everything in the book is something that I know about you personally. That I've gotten through whatever means, the conversation that we had, you telling me you wouldn't be pissed? And this goes down to what's more I important would. to you, being on the New York Times Why? bestseller or your family? Or your and family. this is what we have a problem with. Trash. <laughs> I love you guys. And if I and if I burn those bridges, I'm going to be sad. So I would tell you that I'm going to put all your business out there before I do it. No, no, no. So I, I was so initially, I think it would be a natural reaction for everyone to be upset. But then once we get over that, you know, initial uh, hurt, and we start saying, all right, maybe actually I had a good reason for doing There's this. There's more than her at stake here. What's this? Yeah. Look, um, I, professional you know, careers. Okay, all right, all right. That's, um, that's credibility. Mm-hmm. Lots of, I mean, shall I go on? All right. No, I mean, professional careers enough for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, we're, look, we're going to, obviously, with, with Nova and, and the trash train that she's on, we are going to have more than ample opportunities to continue this particular discussion about her going forward. I think we've... Uh, Solidly discussed <laughs> <laughs> with various layers of dissent and Corey in the oddest way possible defending the least the least defensible individual hey, on the show in this moment. Even even Jimmy Dale would do you do a better job defending Jimmy Dale. Hey, I, let me one. tell you what you better Wait, not do. I, I was 50-50 on Nova before this week. Now I'm like nah, 60-40. Let me tell you what you better not do. I better not hear no uh, shot of bourbon go to Nova. Listen, all right. Hey, the and, shot and, of bourbon gonna be interesting. And speaking of the shot of bourbon, <laughs> get ready. We're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back with our shots of bourbon to find out who this week is going to take it with us uh, and um yeah we we'll be right back on bourbon and board loans <laughs> all right we're back on bourbon and board loans we're about to do our ceremonial determination of who gets the shot who this week we would we would take a shot with take a drink with a bourbon and i'm going to start out my person is David Allen Greer, not Jimmy Dale. <laughs> okay. I, I'm bending the rules a little new bit. Rule. Yeah, I'm about yeah. to say, new rule. Listen, I, I, I genuinely 
am impressed with his acting role on this. Like it, I, I just I'm not used to David Allen Greer in this mm-hmm. type of capacity. Mm-hmm. Every time I think of David Allen Greer, I think of Men on Film or Boomerang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not Men on Film. Yeah, it's like you know what I'm saying. Like I just he's been every role that I see him in is always in some very funny role, and this yeah. is such a departure. This is like. This is like Jim Carrey and Cable Guy or something like that. It's like one of them roles that is so far yeah. removed from yeah. who they are that it's like. Apparently, he has a whole ass theater career. Like, like he's yeah. a he's yeah, a he legit is. actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, you know, a lot of those black actors that are in a lot of in those sitcoms or in movies that we know and love on like the quote unquote black circuit, they all they all hit the stage yeah. somewhere. Um, but he he killed it this week for me. I know that's a bit of an aberration from probably. So if I had to give it to an actual character. Um, I'm going with Darla. What? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm Darla. Always. Darla and Darla, Darla handled that. She caught herself. And she she caught herself and she she addressed it. She caught herself and she addressed it. Uh, Ralph Angel telling her that that you know the book is gonna explain that Blue's not his father, and she managed to find her empathy and go and realize that it was her fault what she brought to the table, and that was a moment that I appreciated. So I'm. David Allen Greer is number one for me, but if I have to pick a character, I'm going to go with Darla. Corey? Well. Oh, let me brace myself, <laughs> Jesus. This week, my shot goes to a character that I felt, you know, he had a he had a, a semi-up and down episode. You know, he had some good moments. He had some bad moments. But I think overall, you know, I, I enjoyed what he put on, on, on screen this week. Uh, you know, I, I like it when people keep it foolish, <laughs> and my boy showed his ass. <laughs> and so, hey, look, you know, oh <laughs> you don't want to go home zero and one. And he lost the fist fight, but he won the verbal fight. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, you know, what I'm saying, you gotta hit back. You he gotta hit below the belt. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hit it with everything you got. My boy gave a sucker punch to the gut, and, and, and I think he got the knockout. Um, <laughs> so my shot of bourbon. <laughs> Going to none other. Oh my my God. man, my main man for two weeks in a row. Still gotta go. Jimmy Dale. Bye. I should have never married your ass in the first place. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh now, Jimmy Dale was quotable oh this way. He was real quotable. Um, Are we doing this? Is this what we're doing? <laughs> Is this what we're doing? Let's go, Jimmy, Let's go, Jimmy Dale. Two weeks in a row, baby. Oh my God. <laughs> Panama Jabri. break the rules a little bit. I'm breaking the rules a little bit too. I got a couple honorable mentions this week. So like, I want to go to Charlie. Charlie, Charlie had a, a strong week. Like she actually showed some parenting backbone. She did. I like how she actually brought Micah back around. She did. You know, I feel that it was it was gonna be classic Micah, but you know she saw through that. She worked around it, and they ended that scene in a hug. I like that. The only thing I didn't like that keeps her from the bourbon shot is. She wasn't straight up with Romero this week. You know, like she didn't she didn't yeah. come clean on how, you know, that's the borderline farm that those that those migrant workers died on. She sure oh, did let that slide. And quick question though. Now, he seems to imply that they died because of the storm. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were robbed. They were robbed, but the thing about it is, as far as timing, they wouldn't they were, have been they, there as late right. as they were if Charlie uh, wasn't so pressed to have them, you know, finish whatever it is they were that they were working they on. They would have been gone. They would have yeah. been gone. Okay. Well, her and Romero were cute otherwise, but I didn't like how she, how she didn't like come clean. Mm-hmm. Charlie slid in my DMs. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they're also <laughs> opening. You know, they 
committed to trying to open some sort of, you know, health clinic for, you know, undocumented workers, it seems. But, yeah, I don't know how that's – I think that's going to be a heavy lift. I don't think that's going to go smoothly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got another honorable mention. Okay. I like Darla this week, too, man. Darla continues, like I said earlier, her perfect record of saying the right thing. Like, she caught herself. Like, she knew that there could be some real bad stories about her in that book. But she was like, this hurts us. This hurts you, Ralph Angel. I'm so sorry that it's happening to you, Ralph Angel. And, you know, I like, I like Darla and Ralph Angel together. They had another good scene this week. Another <laughs> honorable mention for this week. <laughs> you go through the whole cast of characters? Right. I liked a lot of things about this week, so, man. I don't mention the light guy. <laughs> that Ralph Angel skin looking good. Like the Disha. He did, though. Disha. <laughs> Disha actually came up with another pronunciation for Jawah this week. She did. She did. She did. You know, we heard, she did. you know, Jawah. Joie. Joie. This week it was Joie. <laughs> Joie. Like, she went in with the pronunciation. Now, nah, but the real shot of bourbon this week goes to my main man, Hollywood. Okay? okay. Hollywood was okay. Hollywood was classic, and then Hollywood showed us something new. He was super patient with Vi. Again, Vi was requiring Hollywood's patience. You know, she didn't say anything all the way home. He's like, you didn't say anything all the way, all the way home. Yeah, I know something's wrong. Time for you to tell me. You know, like he, like think about a ride home with somebody who just fainted and mm-hmm. won't talk to you about what's going on with mm-hmm. them. Like that requires extreme patience. And then when it was time to be the protector, he was right there ready. He won his fight. He won his scrap. You know, he threw them hands. He threw them competently. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> he came out on top. He protected his household. He protected his wife. So, my shot of bourbon goes to the the most consistent, my main man, Hollywood. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so I I agree with um, everything that Jabri said, especially um, regarding Hollywood. I think he had um, you know a great week in just you know being a support system for Vi and really you know being that protector that she needed. However, comma. <laughs> I do think, um, you know, just in me being, you know, a consummate supporter of of people on their roads to redemption, um, I'm going to give my shot this week to Ralph Angel. I was really, really um, impressed with his transparency, with his willingness to, you know, be proactive and, you know, revealing the truth to the people in his life, whether it was Disha, you know, regarding his you know, past, his criminal past, or whether it was to Darla for, um, you know, hey, you know, there's some stuff in this book about Blue. Um, I think that he really, you know, took these really difficult situations and was able to, you know, not only just acknowledge them for himself, but be able to articulate and, and you know, convey them to the other, to other people, you know, in a way that, um, that ended up being, you know, productive and, and really just, um, just being honest and being transparent and being, um, you know, just not, you know, kind of, kind of overcoming that shame that he may have about some of these things. And they're not difficult. They're not easy subjects to discuss, but, um, but he took that on, uh, and really kind of dove in head first. So I'm going to go ahead and give my shot to him. I think he deserves, he's, um, he had a week, so. Now, 
while Ralph Angel is Bay, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to give my shot to Hollywood for delivering that pristine ass whooping. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and that's just it. I mean, yes, sir. Uh, Hollywood is just a man, okay? I mean, attentive, you know, a protector, like, everybody wants to see their man just deliver an ass with them like that. Like, <laughs> on their and behalf. On, on my behalf. Like, he just has to get a shot for that. You know, he needs to, he needs to wrap his hand up, pour him a shot. <laughs> right. He can't you know, hold a shot. He's going to have to his hand back. Shot right now. <laughs> That's how I'm giving Hollywood a shot. Hollywood gets my shot. All right. Well, that's. Let's see how many. That's two for Hollywood. That's two for Hollywood. Hollywood. He's the winner. That's two for Hollywood. And, and wait, wait, hold up. Who'd you give your shot to? Darla. Mine David was, Allen Greer. Yeah. I feel like that's the same as me. I feel like you're David Allen. No, no, no. It's not. It's I absolutely, not. in no way, shape, or form, was Jimmy Dale getting the shot of it. Nathan around here. No, no, no. So I, I guess that's Hollywood, and it's serendipitous because we're actually going to take a shot here because. Shawnice just celebrated a birthday. Happy birthday. Wait, birthday. So that makes what is so you're not an awesome Gemini like I am. That puts you in the she's a cancer. Okay, that puts you in that cancer season and explains everything. Wow. I don't know what that explains. I know nothing about zodiac signs at all. Like I just aside from the fact that I'm a Gemini. And for like two weeks, I was something else because there was that new thing that showed up, yeah, and then everybody the was like, "Nah." Technically, I'm the new thing, but we, we all rejected. That. We yeah. rejected the new. Everybody was like, "Nah." Like <laughs> I think that. it was one of the few times the world was like, "Nah, nah we good." We, we, we all it, we didn't yeah. all spent like 20 years being our specific <laughs> signs. We good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're gonna actually take this ceremonial shot for Hollywood here, and um, you know, a birthday shot, a birthday shot at the same time. So. Uh, you know, cheers to Shawnee's happy birthday, Woo! Bourbon and Bordelones. Uh, we're gonna do our, our ceremonial sign off too before All we three. take the shot. That's what we're gonna take the shot. So one, two, three, take, take flight. flight on Bourbon and Bordelones. This, this podcast, podcast is fantastic. Fantastic.